Welcome to the Seasoned and Blended Podcast, hosted by Adam Potash and Rachel Braunschweiger. Adam is a celebrity chef turned health coach to the stars, father of four ex-gymnasts and ultra-marathon runner. Rachel, self-made entrepreneur, self-care influencer, mom of two, and widowed at 39. They met at the most unexpected time of their lives, finding love at 40. They will discuss dating after loss, blending families, living a healthy lifestyle together, and everything in between. No script needed. Off the cuff. This is their real life. To answer a couple of your questions tonight, I had given you guys a couple different, um, you know, topics to talk about. And it's pretty amazing all of the different questions that came in for us. Very, very personal. Varying. um, All different aspects of our lives and so i just i so what were the topics that you asked so the topics were you know divorce well like your second chapter you know getting married again after Mm -hmm. our first time healthy living and and really when i said healthy living what i really meant to talk about was just a healthy lifestyle with your partner and you know being able to coexist together in a healthy way you know i get a lot of people on my uh channels that you know one person is healthy and they're trying to get the other one to be healthy or vice versa and how much of a battle that is all the time because not everybody is on the same wavelength or the way the same the same journey and uh it's tough I think that that's something that really brings you and I together, though, is that, you know, desire and that need for healthy lifestyle. For sure. No, it it helps, I would say. We both really understand the need for to exercise. You know, if Adam really wants to go play tennis, you know, I understand that feeling. Or if I really want to go and do Pilates, he really gets where I'm coming from. I, yeah, I think we like put that as, as somewhat of a priority for each other. You know, we, you know, if, if you want to go do something, we kind of like rearrange things yeah. so you can do it and vice versa. Yeah, we adjust the schedule. We adjust the schedule so that we can get in that workout time. And not just workout time, but I think, you know me time and self-care and and all those things that come with it absolutely absolutely so so um i know you guys did send in some very specific questions so i want to get to just a few of them tonight um i remember off the top of my head someone asked what is our go-to dinner so what is well you just our yeah you just asked that dinner well, tonight we made, we had a leftover marinara that I made on Friday's uh, kind of pop-up cooking demonstration. So we had a bunch of marinara left, and then you picked up an eggplant from the store. When I say pick up, I mean it got delivered to the house. Yes, it was delivered from shipped. <laughs> I didn't go to the store. Um, but so, super easy. All we did was take kind of the eggplant and and make like a stack or like a lasagna style in a pan, throw the marinara, a little cheese, and that was dinner. I mean, it didn't take me much time at all. 
Uh, most of the time was obviously in the oven for about 30, 35 minutes. And but while we were eating dinner, I asked you, you right. I said, what is, and so it's funny because this person asked this question and I said, but, but really what is like your ultimate healthy meal that we should all be eating for dinner? You know, what is that best meal that you could recommend to us? So I love, um, you know, when we make just, we go to the fish market, we get a nice piece of fish mahi snapper grouper whatever it is and we do that so simply and and when i say we i mean i um <laughs> uh we do it so simply and then just honestly like some asparagus on the side or, or with on top of a salad or something easy like those are my favorite go-to dishes um i think if you're getting like fresh quality stuff you just can't go wrong just do it very simply you know you've seen my cooking style it's in a pan for a couple minutes and in the oven um, you know, squeeze a little lemon on it and you're good to go. So what about if you, um, don't eat fish, then what do you recommend? Cause I know that there are a lot of, of people out there who don't eat fish. Then what do you recommend? Um, obviously I'm not a big meat eater myself. So, you know, I would try and load up on the veggies, especially for dinner. Um, and obviously veggie burgers are, you know, you want to limit those, you know, they can't be an everyday type of thing. Um, but honestly, just some sauteed vegetables um, or a nice hearty salad with beans or something like that is is always good. So you would recommend beans as your protein over a piece of grilled chicken? Personally, yes. Yeah. But what about for the common folk? For the common folk? Um, you know, if like you're going to get chicken, chicken, obviously get a nice quality chicken. You know, Bell and Evans, I guess, is like a good one or any organic brand. My problem with chicken, and not to get all deep into this, is that we don't all know where it's coming from. Or So I know where the fish is coming from. So that's my big thing. If I knew where the chicken's coming from, I probably would eat more of it or any of it. Um, and same thing when it comes to beef. Um, so, yeah. If you're going to do chicken, just get a high-quality chicken and do it the same way I do it. A little seasoning or grill is good on the grill and then on top of some vegetables or a nice salad. Okay. So I have another question for you. Um, this just came in from Sarah. She has – she's feeling very low on energy. Mm -hmm. And coffee doesn't help her. But oh. exercise does help. But she said, do you have any other recommendations to boost energy? Exercise is a big one. You know, it's funny, like our, our oldest, Elise, I actually just told her the other day, um, teenagers, you know, can be like moody at times and, you know, happy and down and all over the place. Yes. Uh, but she has started working out a little bit on her own. She's been doing it early in the morning. Um, and so I have what I, I actually told her, I said, you know, like, I think this is actually really helping, um, you know, because she's been happier, I've noticed, in the days that she's working out. I kind of didn't point out to her. I don't want to, like, you know, go call go her call her out yeah. kind of thing and then have her be like, oh, screw that. I'm not working out anymore. Okay, but so um, this person is saying, yes, exercise helps. But what else can she do? For me, I can tell for sure if I'm eating poorly that day that it affects my mood. Um, if I'm eating processed foods, I stay away from, like, all those types of things. It's never one thing. It's going to be the combination of a lot of little things adding up. You know, maybe you didn't work out th that day, and so you were a little down. So you had pizza instead of a healthy salad. Yeah. And so everything just kind of adds up. I mean, the first thing that I think of when this 
a question like this comes in is like, are you getting enough sleep? Well, see, you're talking to the wrong guy about sleep. So. I know, I know. But you you had a good night's sleep the other night, and you felt great the next I, I did, I did. I typically, for those of you that don't know, um, I don't get much sleep at all. It's, it's one of those things I say that if I had a health coach, they would definitely tell me to get more sleep. I am just, uh, I'm up super early. If you guys follow me on social media, I'm up posting, and those are, I think, are my favorite times to work and get things done out of the way before kind of the kids get up. So I get up at like, honestly, between two and three and, and I'll work for several hours and then I might go to bed for like another hour or something like that between like five and six maybe, if I'm lucky. But haven't you found that with your clients who, cause you incorporate intermittent fasting, mm-hmm. that they are getting more energy? A thousand percent. Funny enough, a friend of mine, one of my best friends out in California, I've been trying to get him to do intermittent fasting for years, but obviously as a, as a best friend, you know, he doesn't want to listen to me. It's like a parent, you know, you don't want to listen yeah. to a parent. Um, and so he's done it. Um, and he calls me every day now and tells him not only how much energy he has, but he's telling everybody in his office to do it. And uh, he told his brother to do it. And so everyone around him is jumping on this intermittent fasting bandwagon, which is amazing. Um, and he's just gaining so much energy from it and obviously losing some weight in the process. So, um, yeah, that would definitely be another tip. Third thing I would say, if we're on the third thing is stress, you know, stress can weigh you down in more ways than one. So see where stress is coming from. See if you can kind of, what I say is compartmentalize it, you know, it's okay to have stress, but maybe not have it throughout the entire day. Um, you know, don't take it home with you, things like that. Um, and maybe add some like positive stressors in your life. Those are always good too. Um, you know, positive stress, stress might be like planning a vacation. That's very stressful, but it's a positive stress. Or what about, um, incorporating, like, I know that you recommend to some of your clients to do journaling. Morning minutes, I call them. Yes. Yeah. Tell us about morning minutes. <laughs> um, it's so funny. I don't. I don't always recommend that for some reason. Um, I think for you some. You recommended it to me. I, I think for, for two seconds, but. You know why? Because I think for, sometimes I feel like it comes off cheesy, like oh, like journaling, like so like so like old school. But I think it's yeah. an amazing thing, and, and I do it all the time. I mean, most of my stuff, like I said, is done like first thing in the morning. Uh, number one, you have a clear head. You have those first thoughts that are just pop into your head. You write them down. Um, and you usually start your day in such a positive way. So yeah. And mor- we'll probably give you a little more energy. Morning minutes. Yeah. That's a really good one that I, okay. again, I don't always recommend. So intermittent, so more energy is working out, working out, incorporate intermittent fasting, healthy eating, healthy eating, and adding in some like positive morning minutes to Get your day started. And, and limiting the stress however you yeah. can. So is that five? That's a tough one. Limiting it's not stress. so limiting or just making it in a certain section of the day. Don't don't have it drawn out throughout the whole day. Like don't bring it home with you, then everybody else is stressed, and you're stressed, and I'm like Oh yeah. It, then... I, I know how that goes. <laughs> I had a stressful day a couple of days ago, which was kind of just random. Um and then funny enough, like a couple of days later, you had a stressful day. So I think it wore off uh maybe okay no (laughs) okay so um i see so many people are logging on and i'm so excited i can't read this far away but we're gonna answer i would say probably just one more question so what are some of the things we do besides working out 
we do silly things. Uh, well, I say silly, but like we go for bike rides. Yes. Um, we do bike rides together. Sometimes and we've got a golf cart recently. So sometimes honestly, we'll just like pick up the dog who's right here and go for like a 15 minute golf cart ride, which is yes. Yeah, so healthy. We, so we incorporate the golf cart ride. We incorporate walking with the dog. Mm-hmm. So getting outside with the dog. Um, I think the other thing that we do to have a healthy lifestyle together is we, we exercise together. There's things that Adam likes to do on his own. There's things that I like to do on my own. But whenever we can, we like to do our workout together. Whether, you know, Adam started Pilates recently with me. Um, he got me into running with him. So I think that we've both really had kind of a willingness to to try what what each other loves. And that's a really good way to incorporate a healthy lifestyle with your partner. Yeah, I enjoy it. I don't care what it is. I always tell her, I don't care what it is. I'll do a tramp class, whatever. It's not, it's not going to hurt me. No, you would not do a tramp class. Maybe a tramp class I wouldn't, but most of the other things I would. I don't want to sit there and like bounce around. But, no, I don't um, really like it. But it, my opinion is always like, it's not going to harm me in any way. It's, not gonna, it's only going to benefit me in, in some way, shape, or form. So why not? So, yeah. And we, I think that's like the best attitude to have though, is just like try anything. Oh gosh, we have another question come in. What would you recommend to boost sex drive? <laughs> I, you, I, you can answer some of these questions on the spot here. Um, I mean, no, it's, but like, I, honestly, I think, this is a problem. Uh, it's not a problem here. No, it's not a problem here, but I'm saying it's a problem, and that's part of living a healthy lifestyle is having a healthy sex life. But I think we can't have one without the other. Like, yeah. you have to be healthy in order to, oops, in order to incorporate a healthy sex life. Um, you know, wow, this is a, it's a tough one. You didn't know it was going to do No, that. no, that, that's fine, though. It's all good. We're, we're real and live here. Um... Yeah, uh, and obviously, you know, your partner has to be into it too. You have to be into each other, the whole nine yards. Um, but it's like, ultimately, you have to feel good about yourself. Th- you have to feel So, so how many times have I told you, so I get clients who, like, that's one of, like, the big turnarounds for them. And I get, like, funny, like, text and notes and things like that, like, you know, obviously I can't point it anywhere, no, out, but, but just that, like, that has has blossomed for them um you know so yeah feeling good about yourself yeah like you gotta feel sexy you gotta feel you know and i think that part of feeling sexy and it's so important for us women like we're not into sex i mean for me it's like i don't i'm not into it if i'm not feeling good I was just going to add to that because nothing is sexier, more sexy than a, than a confident woman, right? And the opposite, like, if the woman isn't feeling confident about herself, then that, like, totally runs off into the relationship. Yes. So that's where, ladies, it's so important that you are eating to nourish your body and eating because you want to feel good not just because you want to look good but because you want to feel good and the only thing i'll add to that is it doesn't have to be like this end game result goal for you to start feeling good about yourself like the it's a journey for everybody and i tell my clients this all the time you know like those first five pounds gone like you should be feeling you should be jumping with joy yeah i mean every every you know set these small goals that you should be 
uh, rewarding and, and celebrating, you know, throughout the journey. I love that. Okay. More questions. So I have another one that just came in and I think that this is really important. Um, especially because what holiday is coming up? Uh, Halloween? Yeah. How? I was thinking some Jewish holiday or something that I didn't know. But I mean, you know, the same, we can gain weight over that too. But no, this, this question is, um, she's writing in from Canada. Okay. It's Canadian Thanksgiving this weekend. Oh. And she's saying it's so difficult to stay on track with healthy eating over the holidays. How can you stay on track? Yeah, so number one, planning is a big part of staying on track with any of your goals. Uh, planning. If you have no game plan, it's just kind of, what's the term like to the wind? Like, uh, I know what you mean. Yeah. Like fly by the seat of your pants? Yeah, it's just like the, you just. With, you go off the rails. You go off the rails. So yeah. with any holiday, you need to have a game plan. The other thing too is like things like Thanksgiving that have tons of leftovers. Um, you know, that's very scary. Like get rid of the leftovers, like give them to your guests, you know, if possible. Um, things like Halloween, like we don't have any candy in our house right now. Like she's, Rachel said, you know, we'll get candy like the day before, Adam, a couple days before. Adam wanted to get candy a week ago. I said, I saw a thing that said not. like two for one or buy one, get one or something I know, like that. Because Adam wants to prepare and this and that. It's like, you guys know what happens when we get Halloween candy anytime before Halloween. It's gone by Halloween. But I will say even at, so, so yeah, that's a good rule to like get it just a day or two before. The other trick is once your kids get all the candy, what I do, and we haven't even talked about this yet, is let them pick a few of their favorite pieces and the rest goes bye-bye. That's it. I, I don't know how that's going to work with Leah and Simone. That we haven't discussed yet. But no, my kids know. And they're not a big candy, you know, eaters anyways. But my kids love they'll candy. pick some of their favorites and the rest goes away. It gets donated, whatever. Yeah. Because if not, by the time you know it's a week later and they've had four pounds of candy. If there's candy in her house, it's gone. Yeah. I would have to agree with that, honey. So just to recap what you said, kind of get rid of the leftovers. Mm -hmm. So give them to your neighbor, give them to your cleaning lady, donate them, whatever you have to do. Get rid of your leftovers. Um, What about this? This is a novel idea. What about just like cooking really simply and healthy and During not yeah and like not indulging in what do you think like about holiday that? like traditional holiday cooking yeah like what do you think about like not making that really fattening pecan pie or but not I think making your favorite mac and cheese i think the issue there is that you're subject to like family members bringing that type of stuff right um so yeah although you can cook healthy you know for the holidays you're gonna be getting the cakes and the you know the you know, cheesy mashed potatoes or whatever. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so I think it's challenging there. I would just say like, get rid of it or keep enough for like the next day, you know, plan for the next day that you're going to have the leftovers, obviously, whatever it is, and then you're done. So you can- when you make your plate, what should that look like? Like, let's pretend we have our Thanksgiving meal tomorrow. What does the... How should you portion? What's the right amount? So it all depends on what what time. uh, No, I don't go for seconds, but I do have dessert on like the holidays and things like that. So um, also it depends on like I know some families have two Thanksgivings or an earlier Thanksgiving or or whatever. Uh, So it all depends on what time you're eating to vary. 
we never eat early. We yeah. always eat late. Um, so I'll just make it light, honestly. Like I tell my clients all the time, like, look, this is your 30th Thanksgiving, your 40th Thanksgiving. Like you've had it, all, had before. it all before. It's nothing new. You've had it all before. You know, I, I, we know it's good. We know what it tastes like. You don't need to go crazy anymore. You know, let's so be true. let's be adults. Why about do this. we always act like that holiday? It's our last meal. meal. Yeah, it's our last meal. Yeah, I, Why? I don't know. It must be. It brings us back to childhood or something. Yeah. Right. That's it's one of totally those things. It's totally bizarre and it's so true. Yeah. Ooh, oops. Okay. I. It looks like I have questions. Oh, hold on. Oh, it looks like I have a question on mine. Should we up our workout? Oh. I am not a big fan. So when people start my program, I actually tell oh, people. Your mom says drink two glasses of water prior to large holiday meals, and I agree <laughs> with getting rid of leftovers. Thanks, mom. Um, <laughs> so what was the question on? Oh, upping your workouts. No, I think that you should do the exact opposite. Um, the problem with upping your workouts is you actually will burn. Number one, I tell people or clients that are starting my program. Most people work out incorrectly, um, and they do a lot more weightlifting than maybe needed. Um, you don't have any, your nutrition or your diet kind of established yet, and so what happens is you go to work out, you burn three, four, five hundred calories, whatever it is, and you have no control over your intake. So now you go into the kitchen, you're starving, you know, 30, 40 minutes later, and you just intake a thousand calories, twelve hundred calories, because you think, oh, I worked out. I can afford to do this now. And so you have actually the exact opposite effects. Um, It's so funny. I've had clients challenge me on this over the years. And every single time they do, they're like, damn it. I wish I would have listened. I think this is really, really important. Because I think that there are so many women out there who are literally killing Killing themselves. themselves. Mm -hmm. And exercise. And I see it because where I work out. I mean, I see these ladies... Huffing and puffing, they're not working out inside. They're working out outside in ninety degree in ninety degree weather, and there's nothing wrong with that. But they are seriously killing themselves yeah. trying to burn the calories. Has yep. If they want to be fit and shape and, and lose weight, it has nothing to do with that workout. In fact, I would take it all out for like two months. Focus on the diet part first. Once you see some results with your diet and nutrition. Then you understand that. Then you can go and start working out. But keep the same diet and nutrition going on. So that when, when you work out, it'll only benefit what you've already started. So oh. important. And then we're going to take one last question. Um, so what do you think about the keto diet? It, this person thinks it seems unsafe. And what are your thoughts? Yeah, I think it's probably one of the dumbest diets to date. Uh, they're all really similar, like the keto Atkins, sorry any keto people out there. I actually follow like a bunch of like keto this and keto mom. I don't even know what it is. It's like a high fat uh, diet like meat, um, no carb, uh, but it's just not a sustainable diet. So again, like carbs are our number one source of energy. So we need them, but just at certain times of the day. Obviously, if we're eating carbs late at night, it's not the greatest thing for us, but in certain times of day, it helps boost our energy. you know, it's funny, I, I'll never forget, like I went to like lunch one time with a friend of mine who was on keto and he ordered like four hot dogs because that was like keto. I was like, there's no, there's no rhyme or reason like to the, the health side of it. Yeah. It's just about like getting the fats in. It's just not the greatest. So I'm not a fan. So I think all in all, we can sum this up and just say like, 
a healthy lifestyle, and correct me if I'm wrong, is about eating food that is nutritious, that has value, value, that gives us energy, that allows our skin to glow, that, you know, I mean, when I think of healthy, I think of green foods. So everything that you said there, and like, I don't want to, like, we're not here to plug uh, the approach or anything like that, but that is what the approach is about. Like, exactly that. Getting foods in your body that have value um, and that can, again, give you energy to... So real food, not protein bars. No, no. Not protein bars. Okay. No. Okay. Uh, most of the protein bars carry anywhere upwards of 15, 20 grams of sugar anyways, which is going to give you some energy for a little bit and then drop you off. Right. So, okay. Uh, and most of them, you know, are missing the fiber aspect of it. So like an apple might have, you know, 12 grams of sugar or 10 grams of sugar, uh, but it's going to be combined with fiber. So that's going to give you more sustainable. And it's natural. And it's natural. It's natural. Sugar. That's our favorite snack. It's the number one. Every day about three, between three and four, Adam and I have an apple. Apple or hummus? One, one or the other. No, he has hummus. I have, hummus. <laughs> I have an apple because I like sweet. But so listen, we were so happy to have you guys all here tonight. And I know that we have so many more questions that are going to come in. And we plan on doing something like this, I would yeah. say once a week. Yes. Um, so thank you guys so much. We're always here to answer any questions that you have. If you're not following Adam yet, make sure you go follow him for all of the amazing health tips and just really feel good, feel alive, um, happy life motivation from Adam. <laughs> yeah. So thank you, everyone. We try. Do you have any closing thoughts? No, I think I'm excited to do this again. We we're also recording this to hopefully put together the start of our podcast. So that's going to be cool. Um, but yeah, I think we're going to kind of like work on this to combine both Rachel's feed and my feed and get some like information going <laughs> one way or the other bye everybody thank you if you'd like to hear more please make sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode follow rachel at guts and gloss for her self-care secrets style tips and motivation for living life on your own terms if you're interested in health coaching nutrition and wellness tips make sure to reach out and follow at adam potash approach